0: blog talk radio
1: welcome everyone this is Louise Crooks also known as the keys to clarity coach and you are listening to um, keys to clarity radio so I just want to say hi and welcome everyone it's just really great to have you here and listening to us today If you're not familiar with Key Security Radio, we are a radio show that focuses on uh, supporting you in all areas of your life uh, with the idea that um, you bring all of yourself to your business. And to be successful in business, we want to be able to take care of body, mind, and spirit as well as acquiring knowledge for our business. So I hope you enjoy the show. Um, if you'd like to explore the archives of blog talk radio um uh, uh, key security radio, you are very welcome to We have um, tons of, of um, archived shows that um i'm sure you'll love from uh, great information around business building tactics for um soul driven business owners to um you know guiding yourself through your intuition and and by your angels so there's such a wide um, and broad uh, spread of topics that we cover on the show and um, I hope that what you get out of it is the support that you need um, in being able to be successful in your life and business and um, you know, have a, a, a business and life of abundance and prosperity and to be able to make a difference in the world. Um, if you'd like to learn more about me, you can go to um, keys to clarity. com and I have a blog there where you can learn a lot um, of different things about visibility and um, business growth for soul driven business owners, in particular coaches and healers and people who are in the field of healing and transformation, and also authors who are looking to um, build a platform. Uh, to get their message out into the world. Okay, so uh, just a little bit of housekeeping before we get started. If you are um, playing on Facebook or Twitter, uh, feel free to post. We would love that um, to get more uh, folks coming to the show. And um, a really great way to uh, do that is to um, use the hashtag KTC Radio just so that I can see what's happening on Twitter. And you're very welcome to um, share the word by uh, posting this link which is budurl.com. That's budurl.com forward slash self-judgment. Okay. And um, that will take folks to the show, or you can um, share the call-in number, which is 347-945-6963. You can also join us in the chat room, and I welcome you to do that. I can see we've got some folks in the chat room already, so welcome to those who've joined us there. And you're welcome to post your um, comments and questions um, in the chat room, and if we have an opportunity, I will be sharing those with our guest today. So we have an awesome uh, show lined up for you today called 21 Layers of the Soul Healing Self-Judgment with our special guest today, Anamiek Dow. Anamiek, am I saying your name correctly?
0: It's perfect. It's Anamik, really.
1: Yes. beautiful. And your and your last name is that correct?
0: Yes, it's Dao. It's, it's quite beautiful. international. You don't write it internationally, but it sounds uh, <laughs> it sounds like Dao.
1: <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Great. So this is this is going to be such an amazing uh, uh, talk. You know, um, I know Anamik has a lot to share with us around the twenty-one layers of the soul and the book that she's written, which is called Twenty-One Layers of the Soul: Healing Self-Judgment or rather her book is called 21 Layers of the Soul. Um, and I'll give you the proper full title. What is the full title? <laughs> Just remind me, Annemiek. It's
0: 21 Layers of the Soul, Healing the Karmic Ties with Friends, Lovers, Family, and Enemies.
1: Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Just because I wanted that information. Really it was not at my health fingertips. Health. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew well, there was I a tagline I... there, and and I uh, thought, yes. yes, we need to uh, we need to share that. So that's perfect. Uh-huh. And I think this is such a beautiful topic because um, you know we're going to be focusing more on the self judgment piece today, but mm-hmm. um, you know, healing our ourselves around um, self judgment and the judgment of others, you know, can be such a powerful way to support ourselves when we are feeling those those um, issues around confidence and doubt um, around ourselves. And mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of the time it can be reflected out into the world, into our business, into our relationships with our family and friends. And so it's sure. a very important topic. Um, so I'm really excited to hear about it. Um, before I do that, I just want to introduce Anamique to you. Um, Anna Meek is um, an MSc, and she's an, a management coach, a light worker, medium, energetic therapist, trainer, and author. Her personal experience with long-term illness combined with her own work as a healer has led her to understand how the soul is an internal compass that continuously guides us and she has helped thousands of clients heal at many levels, teaching them how to read this compass for themselves. And in 2011, she shared her unprecedented work in the Dutch language book, De Ziel, in Het Licht van haar Hooghierer hu- hu- Ure Lachen. I hope I said that well. <laughs> Oh perfect. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Which is now available in English. And that is the beautiful book that we just mentioned, um, The Twenty One Layers of the Soul, Healing the Karmic Ties with Friends, Lovers, Family and Enemies. I guess my um, my Afrikaans uh that I've learned in South yes, Africa I was help. Thinking that. <laughs>
0: that really helps, yes. <laughs>
1: So uh, I have to say, Anamika. I, I just, first of all want to say welcome. It's so, so wonderful thank to you. hear to have you here and, and um, you know, knowing that you're calling in from Holland, so thank you very much for doing that because it's a little bit later on there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, brings, it brings back a lot of good memories. You know, my husband worked in uh, Holland for about a year and a half um, when he was working with mm. a client um, in Utrecht, uh, Rabobank, uh. I think it was, yeah. I, then, I had an
0: internship at the Rabobank, so I know ah, it's the big building. Ah, yes, I really know. There it. you go.
1: <laughs> you know exactly where he was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, and I, I, I just have such wonderful... What's that?
0: Uh, sorry, I said I was born near Utrecht, so I really know the ah, place, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful university town, isn't it? And um yes, it is. I, I just have such wonderful memories of Holland, you know, tulips and bicycles and my favorite um, I think both my husband and my favorite artist was the mayor and um we got to mm-hmm. see his work there and visited Delft and Amsterdam and all sorts of different places. So it was just a wonderful, wonderful experience hanging out there so much. So it's a uh, it's great mm-hmm. to have you great to have you here and Um, to feel that connection again to Holland. Okay,
0: let's try to make some more good memories. Yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, you know, this this book, um, what you shared with me is that uh, we're all on a spiritual journey and we know the answers to life's big questions and that lie somewhere within the depths of our soul and that you Mm -hmm. can connect with your soul and tap into its divine wisdom. Um, if only you had some sort of inner guidance system and internal GPS to help you navigate back to the right path. And it's really exciting, Annamie, because I know that uh, 21 Layers of the Soul, the book, can really help you tap into and master that inner GPS. So Mm -hmm. I know you you also uh, share more than 100 case histories in this book, and and I'm just so excited to read those. I haven't had a chance to yet, but I know it's going to be useful really interesting. And um, from what I understand, you discovered that there were 21 layers of the aura, um, something Mm -hmm. never before revealed in any other healing book. So I think Mm -hmm. that is just fascinating. And I know that I and the rest of our listeners would really love to hear more about it. Um, But I think, first of all, what might be helpful um, Anamieke, a starting point is, is to learn a little bit about you and how you can mm-hmm. be doing this work and writing about this.
0: Yes. Okay, well, sh- shall I just tell you, and if you want to know more, please ask?
1: Yes, go for it.
0: Okay. Well, originally I started out as an engineer. I wanted to become a scientific journalist, and I studied in, in Eindhoven at the Technical University. And at the end I thought, well, I think... I, I thought I should know more about technique to, to be able to write about it. So I decided, no, I'm not becoming a journalist yet. First, I have to learn more. I felt stupid in a way, not wise enough. And I, I became an engineer, started working in, in, in training departments. And after a couple of years, I almost had a burnout and problem in my work environment. I was working at Ericsson's at the time, a telecom uh, company and i had a physiotherapist and he said to me well you have to start to learn to, to, to feel your body because you ignore all the signals it is it, it is giving you and i was really 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 uh, well because i thought i was always doing everything i could but i wasn't i was ignoring signals i i had an injury at my ankle i ignored i had he burned out, I didn't see it coming, and suddenly I realized I really have to do something about it, and I started mm-hmm. to do some body work, mm-hmm. bio-energetics in, in Belgium. And yes. there was a doctor there, he had written a book about it, and I wrote it, uh, read it, and I thought, well, that's about me. So <laughs> I went to visit him, did a course, I thought, well, I do a course, of uh, a week-long course, and then I will be uh, happy again, healthy again, because I always mm-hmm. have my solutions ready, I was li- really missing inside my head. And yeah. after a week, I only realized that I really had a problem and there was no solution yet. Uh, there was just a really large problem. And I started to, to do more body work and finally discovered a lot about myself. And when I started to feel again, I started to see and hear things that, that I could ignore the time before. That because, well, if, if you feel things, you, you have to feel it all. You either feel it or, or ignore it, all, but you can't just feel the happy things and ignore the bad. Mm-hmm. So when I opened up to my feelings again and my body again, I started to realize that I was paranormal. I was psychic.
1: Oh, wow. And...
0: Then all the engineering, well, it was already there. But then I thought, well, I have to go back to college because this is is a world I really don't know anything about. So I I started to study again and became a therapist, a paranormal therapist, and got my degree there and founded my own company and and started to work there. And then I thought, well, now I'm back on my track. I'm fine now. I'm doing everything I possibly could. And then I feel (laughs) ill. And I really hadn't expected that. So... The first month the first year, yeah. I really was thinking, what did I re- do wrong? Because in my studies as a, a therapist, I had learned that if you do this wrong, then you get a stomach ache. If, if you are stubborn, you get a, a tight neck or something like that. So every mm-hmm. uh, thing that was wrong with your body, you could translate into what was wrong in your behavior of your uh, yeah. way of thinking or like that. And in a way, I was really, really, really judging. I didn't realize it at the time, but it's in a way, it's judgmental to look at at a diseases like that. And I mm-hmm. fell ill, and I stayed ill for three and a half years, and that was one wow. of the most horrific periods of my, of my life. And it really brought me back to my soul and to me, because there was no energy left to fight it. And mm-hmm. when I was really there, very lonely, very sick, I started to hear the angels, and I started to hear my guides. I always ignored them, because, well... Mm-hmm. I didn't know that, I knew that they were there, but I was in a way, I was afraid to be misused, so I didn 't trust everything. But when I became ill, I really needed help, and I started to open up I feel the difference between entities and, and, and guides and angels, and I started to to heal myself with the little help of a, a Pleiadian light worker. But most of the time, I was working at my own in, in my own bedroom, being sick, very ill and started to heal again. And when I finally recovered and started to work again, I was standing in my practice and looking at my clients mm-hmm. and thinking, in what layer am I working? Because I already always had, had uh, been taught that there were seven layers of the aura. So I thought, well, there are seven layers of the aura. And then I was mm-hmm. counting and I thought, this is the ninth. But there are only wow. seven. No, there aren't. So I asked my guys, how, I, how, how many are they? And they said, well, you have to find out for yourself. So then I started to work and collect data because, well, I'm an engineer, so I was working and, and writing it all down. And after, after a couple of years, I thought, well, I have 762 examples, I think, and that's enough to at least have an impression of, of what could be in those layers. And I started to translate them and started to write about it, and that became my book. And I was so fascinated with it and so happy with it because the layers explain a lot Give, give guidance to what you are doing in your life and why some things are happening, so it helped me. So I wanted to share.
1: Mm, that's and awesome. That's the
0: reason the book exists.
1: And really powerful, really powerful. You know, it's interesting, isn't it? How sometimes we have to go through something pretty um, powerful, like your illness, for example. You know, mm-hmm. to have that turning point. It's it's like it's like reaching rock bottom to be able to open. Yeah be cracked open enough to um, experience yes. something different and be open to, yeah, being open to um, having that come into your life. Um, so, yeah, that's really, um, really beautiful and meek. So do you want to share a little bit about the 21 layers? Um, and um, I know you um, talk about these 21 layers of the aura. Do you want to share a little bit more about that?
0: Well, the good thing about the aura is it, everyone has it and mm-hmm. it, you, can, you can see the map of your life and all your experiences in your aura. So mm-hmm. if something is bothering you, you can look at your aura and if you can read it or if you read about the layers, you can feel mm-hmm. them resonate with it and start to heal them. So mm-hmm. I really like the fact that, that you can feel in your physical body that the aura, that's, well, it's a cloud of energy surrounding you, but it's all, also going through your body and that's why you can experience in your body that's that connection, it's not just surrounding you, it's inside you, it's all you. So it's part of you and it's helping you to to, to make the right decisions and to to create the best life possible. And in the aura you can find soul agreements with with souls uh, you made appointments with before you incarnated on earth and decided to, to have certain experiences with. So you make a plan beforehand a life plan, and all the important things you just make sure that will go to happen. So, so you, you choose your parents, you choose your children, mm-hmm. your lovers, all the important people are already there, all the important souls, I should say, are mm-hmm. already there. And when you meet them in life, things can go very fast because you recognize them or sometimes, well, they are the enemies, so you re- recognize them and you think, well, no, <laughs> but they are already there and you are already connected, so you have to do something with it. And the good thing about the aura layers is if, if it's in your aura, I can see if it's meant to be or meant to happen or meant to encounter or how, however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. And it can help you because if you just are struggling, well, you sometimes think, think I'm, I'm doing something wrong. And if, if it's in your aura and you can see, oh, it's part of your life plan, well, the, the earthly situation is the same, but it feels differently.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Wow, it's it's um you know, it's not something that I'm familiar with. You know, I, I understand that there are auras and, and people can see auras and they're they're mm-hmm. different colors and can you share a little bit more about what auras are meet before we get into this the twenty one layers piece?
0: Um, well it's it's an aura is uh like an onion, so it's layered. So mm-hmm. It's like the the Russian nesting dolls. Mm. It starts with your physical body. That's the smallest uh, doll, and it's surrounded by a larger one. You can take it out. Last week, Mm. I had a small child here in my practice, and I have a a Russian nesting doll set. So he was Mm -hmm. taking them all out, and then he tried to put some adults uh, with the head down in the other ones. And the mother was explaining, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> but he was still managing. And I was laughing because I thought, wow, I, I always see the resemblance with the aura. So when he did that, yeah. I was thinking what that should mean if you do that to your aura. But normally <laughs> uh, the head is uh, on top and the feet are <laughs> on the bottom. And, uh, well, it, it's a, an, an flowing energy. So, The the interesting part of of the aura and the energy is that when when something is a blockage, uh, a problem in your life, it's a blockage in your aura. So it's like a a knot in your muscle. If you start to massage it, then it it starts to hurt a little and then it disappears. So if you work in the aura and you you read the information in it like I do, I I look for the knots, I look for the bubbles and I start to transform them. Then the energy starts to flow again and then the self-healing mechanism of the body, of you, can do its work again so then you can heal yourself
1: mm-hmm. and how, do, so, how energy, do you see it sorry. enemy do you see it as bubbles in, in the aura or i
0: see, how do you see well it? i
1: see a lot <laughs> sometimes
0: looks like like plants growing sometimes it just looks like tumors growing through through layers oh, wow sometimes it's just like a uh, clouds of mist or black or or well if, if uh, people smoke pots, it, it's it's uh, like a a black well is if you have had a, a candle too close to the ceiling and then it starts mm-hmm. to blacken. I don't know the expression mm-hmm. in English.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like that, but then in the, the aura.
0: Wow. And, okay. and that's horrible. So there are all ty- different types of, of uh, pollutions, I think I should call it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And mm-hmm. sometimes it's just energy that is stuck. And sometimes it's really a, a problem because there's something in the aura which shouldn't be there. And that can grow and and cause problems. And the the highest layer that the problem is in causes – that's the layer I'm working in. Because if I take it out there, all the other layers, the lower layers, uh, come with it. So they they, um, benefit from it as well.
1: Very interesting. Wow, what a gift you have, If I'm too technical, please tell
0: me because
1: it's it's, it's really difficult
0: to be short and and to to explain it.
1: No, this is is wonderful. It's just really interesting hearing you talk about this and it doesn't feel too technical to me, so hopefully it's not the same. It's not uh, that for our listeners and I would imagine that many of them know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> so, <laughs> probably more so than I do so <laughs> uh-huh. this is great and um, <clears throat> so um, Annamie tell us about um, the connection between um, the, these layers and self-judgment
0: well if if you judge yourself you create a wound And a wound is is a disturbance in the aura, so it's a blockage. It it becomes a blockage. And uh, depending on the layer you you wound yourself in, uh, it can cause a lot of trouble. If if it's just in the third layer, uh, the rational layer, the mental layer, then it just uh, influences the way you think about yourself. And that creates problems for your emotions. So you think something about yourself most of the time, not positive, then you start to feel negative about yourself, and then your body starts to respond to that. So normally you don't feel too well if, if you think negative about yourself, negatively. But if, if it's about something that happens in the family, so in, in layer 12, uh, something happens and you think, well, I'm a bad child because I don't want to, to take my mother in and take care of her for the rest of her life, mm-hmm. for instance. Mm-hmm. Then layer 12 is infected, and then all the other layers, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, well, 12 layers in total are infected, so all the themes in those layers start to resonate in a different way. So it's not only Mm -hmm. that you have a problem on on the family karma part, but also uh, your life plan in life 7 is influenced by it, or Mm the soul agreements you have in layer 8 and 9 with other people.
1: Mm -hmm. So perhaps
0: it's the right thing to do, to, to not take your mother in because otherwise you can't uh, live up to the other agreements you made with, with other souls and mm-hmm. if you, you judge yourself for not doing supposedly the, the, the right thing then mm-hmm. the other agreements can't go through so in a way it it, wow. it has an impact on, on all the other themes all the other aspects of your life so mm-hmm. if if you judge yourself you really disconnect from from being a whole person, being a whole human being, being your soul, living yeah. according to your soul plan, and then you miss on your lifetime on well, you miss experiences that are really important for you, for you as a soul to grow.
1: Yeah. So
0: you hurt yourself.
1: Yeah, this is really interesting, and it's it, it, what fascinates me is that um, what I'm hearing you say is that you know at the level of the um, the, you know, the, the soul level um, or layer that is mm-hmm. affected, that it actually affects all the layers um, beneath that right up to the body. Is that right?
0: Yes, yes, that's true. And that's why it feels so terribly, because you feel it in your body, but not only mm. because you think this about you and your mother, but because all the other things are influenced influenced by it as yes. well. Yes. So all the traumas right, by, uh, that we're already there about self-judgment and not being the right person or not having the right mm-hmm. behavior or making the right decisions. All those traumas in layer six can, can start to resonate and become active again and all the things that aren't healed again, uh, yet start start mm-hmm. to respond.
1: Mm-hmm. So in a way, and it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it kind of reminds me of... Um, when you have experiences around something that um, you have a wound around but you haven't um, had to deal with it for a while and when something mm-hmm. else comes up um, in your life that uh, re- re-triggers that, yes. that it, 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 it must be, you know, if you haven't healed that part of yourself um, or if you haven't healed yourself at all or, only partially that it will come up again mm-hmm. in a, a powerful way. I, I just get the sense that that's probably quite a big thing, and can can you share a little bit about that?
0: It is, and it's often triggered by the judgments of other people. Oh, so you yeah. think you can cover it up for yourself, but then then someone else says something or thinks something or just looks at you in a certain mm-hmm. way, and you get triggered, mm-hmm. and and then you're already there and have to have to do the work because. Uh, the wound that was originally there gets mm-hmm. infected again by by the poisonous arrow of the judgment of the other person, and and yeah. the information that the judgment is really poisonous to your aura. Then, so it mm-hmm. starts to to infect, and you have to you have to clear the wound, and you have to, to recuperate, and to transform, and and that's the way to heal. The easier way is to heal without um, uh, without a judgment, because then you still can do the work, but. Judgments are a way to trigger or to, trigger, to get triggered.
1: And it's, it's mm-hmm. a painful
0: process most of the time. But it, well, if, if you can look at it as, okay, it's helping me to, to detect all the, the unhealed wounds, then mm. it's a positive thing. But normally you don't see it that way. You just think, <laughs> wow.
1: But certainly not in the moment anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> this is this is fantastic um and i make it such a fascinating uh, conversation um so now i'm thinking about um you know when i think about uh, the people in this community who are you know light workers and healers and coaches people you know working uh-huh. with uh, uh their own clients in, trans- in in transformative work themselves um you know, and there are times where we have those moments where we feel self-doubt, uh, we feel mm-hmm. um, confident, uh, issues around confidence, we all we all do at some point or other, you know, even when you're successful mm-hmm. in your business, you do have those days. And I'm just wondering, um, you know, how, how do you build this shield of, you know, of, how do you build a shield? Or maybe that's not the right way to describe it. And maybe you can share a little bit more on that. You know, how do you protect yourself um, from? I guess when we when we think about judgment of, of from others, we're actually assuming there's an, a, a judgment unless there is a verbal a, a judgment happening mm-hmm. by these people. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of the time, I guess, we're making assumptions around judgment. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, how, how do we protect ourselves or, or support ourselves in assuming that people are making judgments? If they are making judgments, um, what does that look like? And then I think the third part of it is when we are judging ourselves, you know, how do we stop ourselves from doing that? What, what What's the... What are the answers so the to, first, to that?
0: I, I have to write it down because uh, otherwise I, I start to answer the <laughs> Sorry, first one. No, Sorry, that's,
1: that's a lot. That's
0: so a lot, I know. the first
1: one is how do you protect yourself?
0: The second one is.
1: Yeah. yeah, how do you protect yourself from, I guess, first of all, let's look at um, real judgment from others. So when someone has actually opened their mouth mm-hmm. and said something and, um, you know, the intention is not a good one, you know, what do you, what do, you do with that? To, you know, to, to not take it as a poison arrow and create that wound?
0: I think it's best not to protect yourself because if you protect yourself, you disconnect yourself. Ah. And I prefer to stay open. So I would okay. go about it the other way around. I would start okay. to heal myself whenever I can and find out all my weak spots and be nice to myself uh-huh. and really pay attention to self-judgment because, well... I was very good at self-judgment, and I think I still am some days. Most of the time I'm not, but <laughs> 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 I'm I still am. I'm better at self-judging than I, uh, I am in uh, judging others. So I think it's, the best way to go about it is, is to, well, be nice to yourself, think positive things, or at least uh, pay attention to the, the words you choose when you speak or think about yourself, because if you make them neutral or positive, then you don't add to the problem. And sometimes, well, sometimes I do something stupid, but if if I say then to myself, okay, you're a stupid girl, blah, 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 then it -hmm. becomes worse, because then I add another judgment to the original problem. If I just Mm -hmm. say, okay, there's a better way to do that, then that's true also, and it's neutral, and and all the tension disappears. So Mm -hmm. I always try to just... uh, If I judge myself, I think, oh, that's a judgment, and the second I think that, I stop judging because then I'm already uh, disconnecting from the train of thought. I don't think, oh, I'm stupid, then this, then that. No, I just think, oh, that's a judgment, and then it stops, and then I say sorry to myself, and then I say, oh, sweet Annemiek, and then I say something that makes me (laughs) smile because (laughs) then my, my energy lifts. Mm-hmm. And then the problem normally is solved when something uh, someone else says something that I find hurtful it's mm-hmm. normally because it isn't true, but it's it's what I was afraid of myself in the early mm-hmm. days mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh a few weeks back, someone told me that he thought I was judgmental, and i really i was oh. really i was almost scared wow. <laughs> wow, I really wasn't. At, the, at that time, and, and has never been that way to him. And well, I normally not, not like that. So I was thinking later on, well, why did he think that? And then I realized if, if you judge yourself and you think someone else says something that's what that sounds like, then you don't hear what is said, but you hear what you you are afraid of that's being said. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So there's
0: a distinction between what's really said and, and what you, you what you're afraid of, and then the fear
1: yeah. that's
0: there. Is the, is the wound.
1: Yeah. so he was triggered with, with his own stuff that was going on there had, had, and it had nothing so. to do with yeah. you. Uh, well, I, I was a, a player in, in, you were the catalyst. in, in play. Yeah, yes, you yes, were a yes, catalyst. And,
0: and it hurt <laughs> me as well because I, mm. I, well, I had, had my own issues with judgments. So yeah. really, I, I was really shocked that That's he thought I was judging him. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to him with my heart fully open so it really, yes. I, I, there was no shield, and everything just just hurt. So it took me a couple of days. And, yes. But also, that pain uh, made me realize how, how how deep his pain must be to lash out on me yes. like that. Yes. And then I could let go of it. And then yes. I could forgive myself for, for using those words that triggered him. And on the other hand, I think... Perhaps sometimes you 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 have to choose those words without knowing because then you trigger someone and perhaps I'm too gentle. Otherwise, and sometimes you have to trigger someone because <laughs> otherwise he, he doesn't heal that part. And I think it's yes. important to heal all the parts, especially yes. those parts. And well, it 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 was a, a, a well, it was really important for me to to have that experience, but it was really painful as well. Yes. And I think I wouldn't have learned something from it if I had that shield you mentioned, because then I yes. would just have thought, well, that's just your, your way of thinking. That's not me. Mm. It's your problem. Please, please do something with it. Yes. And and in that way you disconnect, and in a way you you also uh, judge because if mm-hmm. I think, well, it's just your, yes, your that's problem. True. That's my opinion. But
1: yes. Well, then there's a judgment there in itself. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) That's the fun of this subject. There's always, always the possibility of another judgment. Yes. Yes, there is. So what were your third and fourth and fifth question? Because
1: (laughs) I don't think it matters now because I think it's really about being (laughs) open. (laughs) <laughs> They're all kind of like uh, layers of the same question. And I think really it's not about having a shield or protecting yourself from judgment or self-judgment. It's just recognizing in the moment when you're doing it and yes. being kind to yourself and and being open to the exploration of what, what's behind that. That's what I'm hearing. Um, yes, and, I'm... and
0: that's the same as, as with uh, highly sensitive people or, or paranormal people that feel uh, all the energy... Of of other people you you can build shields whatever you want but but i think it's another way is, is to just learn to deal with with the energies because they are there for a reason and the more you can digest it the more you can do with your life because you don't have to be afraid that you might encounter something you can't digest it's just like like a baby starts with milk and then, I don't know the word in English, but the bread with, with all the vegetables in it, and later on, a sandwich. Uh, energies have... Well, you have to learn to digest them. And if you mm-hmm. shield yourself from every disease or a painful uh, event, well, you never grow, you never learn, and you just live in a, in a room uh, disconnected from the rest of the world, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really... Um... It's it's a really great um insight there, Anamika. and and it's um it's interesting hearing you talk about um you know, this piece around um being able to look at yourself, you know, when someone says something like that to you, you know, like that man said to you that he thought mm-hmm. you were judging him. You know, to mm-hmm. be able to open yourself up to your own experience of of that statement. Um mm-hmm. And and not being in that place of judgment where it's uh, it was just his stuff, you know. Um, it, of course, mm-hmm. you're recognizing that he's being triggered um, by mm-hmm. something that you've 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 said, and there's an acknowledgement mm-hmm. of that. But to then be able to look at what's going on for you, and what I'm hearing you also say is that you experience pain around that for about two days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd love to hear more from you around what you, um, you know, what, what you went through in that sense, um, Anamika, and how you came out the other side. Because, you know, I think part of this experience of, around handling self-doubt and confidence issues and self-judgment, which so many of us do, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's really helpful to know what, what kind of a process we need to allow ourselves to go through mm-hmm. to, um, to get, come out the other side.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the, the, the first part was, and that's always my problem, uh, I really hate it when I don't know what to do. So mm. to allow myself not to know the answer <laughs> and just mm. feel what I feel and don't know the reason yet and I don't know how to, to, to deal with it yet, that's yes. I think the, the, the main issue because if I can allow myself just to feel it and don't think, oh, okay, I'm jumping in and don't know if I, I can swim... Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's the most difficult part because if I'm in the feeling and I feel it's hurting, then I can cry or shout or talk about it or walk my dog in the forest and try to let go of it. But I think it's about being as gentle with me as I was with him or try to be with him um, and just try to feel what I needed. And in this case, I needed a friend to talk with because I needed to check whether I was seeing and thinking things clearly, Mm
1: -hmm. it could
0: have been a blind spot of me and I needed some some, some feedback Mm -hmm. in this particular case and it's really difficult to talk about it because it's just a a few days ago so I don't know if I'm already uh, through the process enough to to be able to to really uh, do the right justice uh, by speaking about it in, in, in the right way. Uh, what I do is try to look at it, feel what I feel, and just accept what I feel. So if I feel negative things, which I didn't in this case, I just felt a lot of pain, and I felt uh, misunderstood. And then all situations where I felt misunderstood the last year, and I felt like, wow, people really didn't see who I was, what I did, what I said. All those remember- memories came back. And I processed those because I knew that was the major part of the pain I felt last yes. week. Mm. And then I became tranquil again because I thought, okay, this is what is really mm. bothering me. And that's no problem. It, it, I gave myself permission to feel like that because it was mm. a lot I had to take in the last year. So yeah. it made it easier for me. And it just, well, it mm. was like a checkup. Okay, I'm in the process. and almost at that point, but it's not healed yet. Mm -hmm. So he just mirrored that, and I was really happy that I could feel that that part and and just let go of it and didn't blame him for that part because that Mm -hmm. part didn't belong to him.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: so I didn't really have self-doubt or or a problem Mm -hmm. with my confidence. Mm -hmm. My main issue was, okay, I don't know how to go into this, pond of, of, well, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I don't want to go in there. And, mm-hmm. and when I'm in there, I just swim. So I don't yeah. know if I'm like other people doing that, but that's, that's my main issue then.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and Amique and thank you so much for sharing this, because I know, as you say, it is, it is a new, a relatively yes, new really um, experience yes. for you, so you, yes. you're processing it still. Um, Mm-hmm. When you're in that kind of situation, and this is obviously what happens to a lot of people, is that they they tend to go into this downward spiral um, when they mm-hmm. have something like that happen. And you talked about how you recognize that there were a number of times over the last year where you felt misunderstood, so it kind of all came mm-hmm. to, one, to, to a head, in a sense, for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how... Um, is it okay to be going down the rabbit hole like that you know is that supportive to us to 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 allow ourselves to do that or um you know how would you how would you um recommend supporting yourself you know if you if someone was thinking about it in this way
0: well if if you really need to go well like we said earlier i needed to hit rock bottom before i could Really find mm-hmm. mm-hmm. myself and, and go back up again. So I think that everyone should, should decide for himself if he really should hit bottom or halfway ah. is far enough. I, I don't know. I yeah. think uh, I think everyone knows when he's doing the right thing or isn't doing the right thing. And the problem is mm-hmm. when when you're spiraling in in the wrong direction, it's sometimes really difficult to hear your inner voice. But yeah. on the other hand. If everything falls apart, there's a lot of room, a lot of space, all the noise is disappearing so you can hear that inner voice and then you can feel, okay, I don't like this process but I'm Mm going, in a way, it's the next step I have to take. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to go down, if if you're walking through the mountains, sometimes you really have to go down before you can climb the other hill and that's just how it is. And if you know it and you can see it, then it's no problem.
1: Yeah, but if you don't yeah. know
0: what what the path will it's be, it's really interesting
1: because it's really interesting because um, you know we also live in a in an age I think where a lot of people are focusing on feeling good all the time and mm-hmm. wanting to switch from a negative feeling to a positive one and not necessarily stay in the negative feeling to mm-hmm. see if there's some work that needs to be done there. It's really more how can I how can I switch from the the negative to the positive and and just move on um are mm-hmm. we are we um doing ourselves a disservice by doing that in the meek
0: I don't think so because then it will come back to you because you need all all kinds of experiences the happy and 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 the sad ones mm-hmm. to to grow as a soul so if if you well if you could just focus for forty years on on the positive ones and then do the rest, then you are certain that there will be a lot of grief later on because
1: mm. there's
0: a certain balance. And yeah. I think that people are more afraid of the pain than the pain itself.
1: Yeah, it, it's, I agree with you.
0: Sometimes mm-hmm. you just don't know what you're afraid of. You're just afraid that you can't cope. And
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So, so I think that if you, you have an experience, just experience it. And try to mm-hmm. feel what you feel and don't ignore too much, don't dwell in it, but just yeah. feel like, okay, this is enough for now and then move on to the to the next experience. And
1: when yeah. experiences
0: start to repeat themselves, then you know, I missed something the first or the second time around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because on soul level, then you yeah. recreate likewise experiences to, just to be able to, to fully grasp the experience and, and to gain the insight you need.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I guess if we don't deal with it in this lifetime, we will be dealing with it in the next. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) If you decide to come back, of course. yes. (laughs) We might as well just get it over with.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. And what I find when I work in those 21 layers are are traumas from from previous lives uh, when, when you drew conclusions that were negative and that are still, uh, well, they still have impact in your life now, so if you think, well, I will never trust a man again in your mm-hmm. previous life, and then you walk on this planet now and you think, well, I don't trust men, why should I trust men, but you don't know why you think like that, then you have a problem.
1: So, yeah.
0: in a way, it's, it's an investment for for, <laughs> for eternity, if you do it now. But, yeah. but yes, it, it, the impact can be, can be huge. Yes, it is. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't mind me t- uh, telling you, that's one of the great things I found out about my book, because when it, it, it originally was, was published in Dutch, uh, in my own language, three years ago, and then people started responding to it. And they told me that when they read certain aura layers, they started to resonate with it, and the healing process began. So wow. they could tell me where their blockages were.
1: And wow. that's what I really like
0: about it. So if you just connect to the book, you, you hold it in your hand, you, you read a few pages, and you start the healing process. Well, mm-hmm. I really, really like that because then no one should go through the three and a half years period I went through and could wow. just move forward to the, to the healing process. Wow. And that's, that's what I like about the, light on the it. case.
1: Uh, yeah. Sorry? I was just going to say it sounds like just shining the light and creating that consciousness around something creates that healing. Yes. Starts the healing process.
0: Yes, and I think that I went through it to, to be able to, to craft the concept and to, to uh, translate it into words for other people.
1: And now yeah. everyone
0: can do it. So, uh, so I really like so it. Amazing.
1: It's such a blessing, um, you know, that, uh, you went that you went through that for us. <laughs> <You> <laughs> well, know. I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> it no, I know. <laughs> if I had known, it, then it, was, it would have been easier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
0: I really like the idea. Yes.
1: Yes. we always, we, we can always see fun. it after, can't we? Sorry. So we can always see the, the silver lining after the event, but not
0: yes, yes, while yes, we're yes, in yes. it. <laughs> yes, I should have won the lottery if I had the sight her after. if I had the previous insight afterward or the other way around so yes it's easier to to decide what to do and and that's the great thing about that inner GPS that that, that inner voice Mm. everyone has it so in a way you have the insight in a way you know what to do you don't know the outcome yet but you know what to do you can feel it
1: it's sometimes difficult to trust Mm. yes because the
0: head gets in the way and starts to to make noise and, and starts to make all kinds of reasons uh, yes. and and just feeling like, yes, I feel like I should do this or that. It, it's mm-hmm. Well, in this society, it's, it's not the way to do it. But if you just mm-hmm. well, do it secretly in the beginning and then find out well, this is really working for me then it's easier to learn to trust it in, in bigger situations and to do it in business situations as well mm-hmm. because I do it everywhere. It's just me. And mm-hmm. uh, then it becomes easier and and before you know it you don't listen to your head anymore, not in that that type of situations, mm. but you just use your mind and, and the logic to, to uh create all the well, to do all the steps you need to do after you have listened to your inner voice, which which mm-hmm. really guides mm-hmm. in the right direction. Beautiful.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. I think that's a piece that's missing so much from a lot of um folks out there who are running their businesses and Doing their work, in you know whatever the work is that they love to do, um, but there's mm-hmm. that uh, missing piece around just connecting into that higher self, that intuition, you know whatever you want mm-hmm. want to call it, um, and being guided um, by from the inside uh, rather than looking for the answers on the outside.
0: Yes, and I think that a lot of really, really, really famous and and successful entrepreneurs are listening to their higher selves
1: yes. you can
0: see it, you can hear it when, when you, you can feel it when you, you listen to them
1: yes. then they are
0: real, yes. they are authentic and, and yes. that's who they are and that's why they succeed Yeah.
1: and everyone yeah.
0: has its own place and its own purpose so
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you just listen to yourself and do what you came to do there will be place for you there will be income for you, there will be everything mm-hmm. because that's, that's part of your life plan, that's part of your legacy so it will be there Beautiful. But we have learned, it, it, well, you have to work hard, you have to do this, you have to do that, yeah. and, and fear is there, so so we don't trust it anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting, because the word that came up, Annamie, you were saying all of that, is alignment. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when you, sure. when you have yes. that self, that alignment with yourself, you know, it, it, from that deeper place um, in all the things that you're doing, it it everything flows doesn't it and it can be seen mm-hmm. as being authentic because of that flow um sure. yeah yeah really interesting yes and
0: that's why judgments are so so hurtful because they they disconnect you from that alignment with, with mm-hmm. your higher self with your soul mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if you hurt someone else with your own judgments you now know what, what happens because then you create a wound for someone else and he has to realign Again and, and learn to trust again, etc. So, yes. Well, it's 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 a process. Yes. And we' also know. shows that
1: we need to be very careful about how we behave around other people too, because um, we have to be responsible with the the words that we use and the way that we think about people too. Yes,
0: yes, yes, and no. Because if we tiptoe around mm-hmm. everyone, we don't ah. create new triggers and and new learning experiences. Sometimes it it well it's supposed to happen so Mm -hmm. yes I think it's good to be aware of it but not too aware because otherwise it will be unnatural and then it doesn't work then it doesn't flow
1: yes and I'm very curious to hear about what's
0: that it's a bit of a contradiction
1: yes I hear you (laughs) knowing how it
0: works and not not doing something with it yes
1: (laughs) yeah I hear I hear you um and we don't want to be scared about saying things, uh, you know, in case no, we're... And you never know how someone's going to interpret something anyway. So I always say okay. to my friends who are scared about messing up their kids, you know, uh-huh. you know, I always say to them that they're going to be messed up anyway. They just will, they must, they'll just They just interpret something else that you never thought would have any <laughs> impact, you know, in a way that you would never expect it. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> and I always say, well, they chose them yourself as to be your their parents, yes. so they knew it yes. was coming anyway. So <laughs> Exactly,
1: exactly. They made that sole agreement before they arrived. Yes.
0: <laughs> no point in complaining now. Yes.
1: <laughs> no. Annemiek, before we wrap up, I would love to um, uh, hear about one of your case studies, one of your, one of the people who you've worked with, and, um, you know, just a story that you found to be really amazing, mm. and, and to share that with us, you know, in terms of, of how you, um, you know, how it relates to the 21 layers of the soul.
0: Well, I don't know if I have enough time to, to, tell, about you, to, to tell about it, but it's about a boy who, was, who died at the age of six weeks, I think he was six weeks old, his mother came to me in, in a, for a session when he was already dead for 29 years. And he died of, uh, he he received too much medication in the hospital. A nurse made a mistake. He had a heart disease, but he didn't suffer. He didn't die of the heart disease. He suffered from uh, uh, an overdose, in a way. Mm -hmm. And his mother still was hurting about it. She had had Mm -hmm. three other children. They were adults now, and still she was grieving about him. And he came, he was, I think, the first... uh, so I channeled for, for real in, in my practice. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he told me what had happened. And his mother really wanted to have some, some well, inner peace with the whole situation. And, and so she asked him, well, did you already forgive the nurse? And then he said no. And I thought, Ooh. no, I can't tell her no because she needs me to say no. She, well, what am I supposed to do? So I was mm-hmm. <laughs> asking all kinds mm-hmm. of questions in my head. And he said, Annemiek, it's just no. So I said, I'm sorry, it's just no. And then he said, because there's nothing to forgive. Uh. And then I was really shocked. And then he started to explain that that was part of his soul plan, that he was planning on just staying there for six weeks and then had an an appointment with the nurse who would, from an earthly uh, point of view, give him too much medication and, and then die. And for me, wow. it, was, it was a revelation. I felt so at ease. I thought, okay, so there are bad things that happen and they are okay. part of a plan. Not all of the bad things that happen are part of a plan, but a lot of them are. And from that moment on, I could work in the layers and, and started to explore a whole new type of, of experiences. And this one was in layer 10, I think. And that 10 was about uh, how you create your life how you create new experiences. And his mother was blocked in creating new experiences because she thought that a mistake, a mistake had happened. So she was always mm-hmm. feeling like something went wrong. Yeah. And now she wow. could feel it. She knew it. And then, well, she really changed. Wow. And it changed me because he, he told me so much about what he had done afterwards and what had happened and how he well how he grew as a soul. And then it was okay for me as well. So... But Mm. I think in all those years, this is my favorite case uh, history, because, well, it it was his energy, it was what he Mm -hmm. does now, because now he works in in hospitals, but he works on the other side as a soul,
1: and he helps little
0: children, little infants to fight for their lives, and he explains so much about it, and it was just beautiful, I have a... I don't know oh. the expression in English, but a frog in my throat. is, is in Dutch. <laughs> yes, fro- right. a
1: frog in your throat. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's beautiful, Annemiek. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's so powerful. Oh, my gosh. The work that you do is amazing. So I just want to make sure that everyone gets a chance to um, know how to get hold of your book. So do you just want to share your um, your website details, Annemiek, so they can do that? Yes.
0: That's www.21layersofthesoul.com. So it's the title of the book, 21layersofthesoul.com, number 21. Mm -hmm. And if you go there, you can buy the book. You can also, if you have bought the book, download uh, for free the Aura poster. So you have the 21 layers. You can hang it up your wall, look at them, start to resonate with it, and, well, enjoy the energy because I think words is one thing, but the energy of the book is something else. So... I think if you are blind and you just hold the book, you can feel the energy and start, start to heal in certain parts. Wow. So I Beautiful. hope that everyone that, that feels attracted to it starts to resonate and starts uh, to read and enjoys Beautiful.
1: it. Mm, that's so fabulous. And um, and Amika, someone wanted to work with you. Do you do um, distance work? Do you do work over Skype? Yes.
0: Yes, I do, I, but uh, yesterday I first worked with someone in Sweden, so I'm really working internationally now.
1: You are? And I'm in the
0: process. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. I've already worked with China and all the time I differences. Well, that's a bit difficult. And I'm, I'm, to I'm in the, the process of organizing. Sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm in the process, so in, in, during the mm-hmm. m- month of March, it will be ready, I hope. And mm-hmm. if you go to 21 com you can go to my other website. It's called com. That's my name. But 21 com is easier for the English uh, speakers. Yes, uh, yes. So uh, all the information will be there. So you can send me an email so I can send you uh, an, uh, a newsletter when it's ready. And you can uh, can sign in for for uh, sessions over Skype. I really yes. like working over Skype because then you can see each other. and. yes. It's so funny. Yeah, it's funny mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting and it's always it's doing so much. So I really enjoy my work. I'm really happy to do mm.
1: this. That's fabulous, Anna Thanks for uh, sharing that. I just want to share with everyone before we do wrap up that I also have a gift that I'd like to share with you too, and that is um, a special um, excerpt from a book that I wrote. It's a chapter okay. I wrote. So I I share it, you know, as a as a, a little ebook. Um, and it's called Auth- authenticity—the path to peace, prosperity, and happiness. The secret habit mm-hmm. that defines a superhero in life and business. And um, so, if you'd like to get that book and, and uh, read what I wrote, I always read it, and I think, "Gosh, did I write that?" So it's like it, 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 it feels like it came—it <laughs> really. feels like it came from somewhere else, you know. <laughs> uh huh. And do yeah, it's uh, the secret, ha- you know, authenticity—the path to peace, prosperity, and happiness—the secret habit that defines a superhero in life and business. And uh-huh. you can download it by going to keys to forward slash authenticity ebook. I'll just repeat that: it's uh, keys to clarity forward slash authenticity ebook. And I Mm -hmm. really hope you enjoy that. So um, I I am just thrilled that you were here today. And Amik, thank you so much for joining us. Um, It was a wonderful conversation. (laughs) And I'm really looking forward to reading your book and getting more insight into these different layers and past lives and, um, you know, souls, journeys. It's, It's just all fascinating to me. So thank you so much. And thank you for the work that you do. It's truly amazing.
0: Well, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share it with more people because I really mm. love doing it. So.
1: Awesome. And if you're
0: interested in, in doing a session, just guide me and, and we'll do one.
1: Fabulous. Love it. I will absolutely be doing that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you, Annemiek. Thank you, everyone who's been here and been listening and for those listening to the Archive Um, I hope you get lots from this call and go and get Anna Meek's book. Um, I I think you're going to find it fascinating. So, um, again, go to 21layersofthesoul.com and you'll be able to um, get your copy of the book there. All right. Take care, everyone. Have a beautiful day and keep an eye out for a notice of what we'll be doing on our next uh, radio show coming up in a month. All right. Take care. Bye, everyone.